Hello, everybody. Uh, what's what's that sound I hear? Is that are there bells ringing? And what what is it? Ting ting tingling too? Is that is that what I hear? Anyways, it's Christmas time. Not only is it Christmas time, uh, this is everything but the cats. Uh, the show where we are legally, uh, morally, ethically. Uh, bound by Santa Claus to talk about everything but the cats. I am DJ. And I'm Gage. And who's this and I'm fella? Oh. <laughs> Jump the gun. Sorry. No, that's, guest, that's uh, my fault. And who's this? I'm Garrett. Oh, no. <laughs> Say your name. And I'm Garrett. <laughs> uh... I, that all belongs to be on in the, the episode. podcast. Honor no, that's to be gotta be podcast. <laughs> that's going in the episode. Uh... Uh, yeah, so we are everything but the cats uh, and Garrett, uh, but we have checked thoroughly. He is not a cat. He is an old uh, friend of ours from college. Garrett, do you want to say anything about yourself? Let the people know who you are. I could uh, just a. Uh... Normal guy, no no cats involved here. Uh, I cannot promise that random voices will not be made during this podcast, mm. so be warned. Uh, it was a very common theme at Ozark, and it's probably going to happen again tonight. Yes. Uh, yeah, had a, had a really good time at Ozark with Garrett, very, very good friend of ours. Um, Gage, do you want to uh, let, let the people know um, kind of what to expect? of this episode yeah so have you ever been looking for gift ideas for your friends romans and countrymen <laughs> knee slapper uh well i know it's two weeks before christmas uh as of our calendars right now saying that it's november uh but we're gonna give you some gift ideas no idea what to get for your friend and or loved ones and or tolerated ones we're gonna give you some mm. quick quick question how much christmas shopping have you guys done for this year none, <laughs> none. yeah i i got some for myself but not for <laughs> christmas just for now <laughs> i am like my wife's a saint she does majority of the christmas shopping for our family she's like mm. she'll ask me like oh you know like i have a little brother and she's like what do you think he wants i'm like i don't know kid stuff and then it's just like I'm. I have no idea. I am that guy that it is two days before Christmas, and I'm mad dashing around different stores trying to find uh-huh. random things that would work. So, yeah, I'm terrible at it. That's right. I feel like usually my wife and I have started by now, or we start around now. Um, but Garrett, I I can't remember. I don't know if you have seen or not, but I'm expecting a boy. Uh, I have. Congrats. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, which I feel like gives us a pass for this year. Um, so all those all those gift ideas, like like I'll I've got gift ideas for this, but I might use none of them, you know, uh, because I think everyone just kind of generally accepts like oh they're you know they're poor right now. It 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 works out. So you know all this talk of like you know my wife and I, my wife and I, well myself and I. <laughs> Normally does my Christmas shopping, gosh, what is it, like, 
mid-November, late November, or the week before Christmas. It kind of depends on how spicy I'm feeling. Mm. I mean, you've already started, Gage. You you bought yourself a PC. Yep, that's my Christmas <laughs> present to me for the next four, uh, ten years. You bought, you bought a special gift for your most special someone. Exactly. You do, uh, you boo. The 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 grumpy house pet that shall not be named. Uh, speaking of which, uh, go check out our website. I'm almost positive that by the time anyone is listening to this. It will be available at everythingbutthecats.com. Uh, I made it because I like I, I, I do web development, web design stuff, um, and I'm very proud of it. So go give it a look. And who knows, you might learn a little bit about the C-A-T-S. Oh, oh well, good night, guys. We got to end it there, huh? Uh, just just go check it out when you get a chance. It'll uh, It will enlighten you. I'm I'm positive of that. Oh wow, this website's crazy cool. You heard it here first, folks. There's this definitely website's... everything but the those on here. Maybe just say the cats. It sounds weirder if you if you don't just say the cats, I think. Okay. That's fine. Uh, so all that to say, today we're talking about Christmas gift ideas, uh, and yeah, it's that time of year, the most wonderful time of the year, um, as, I don't know, Bing Crosby or something says, uh, and what's, what's interesting, sorry, I'm, I am just the worst uh, at keeping things on track. What's interesting about the most wonderful time of the year is that part of that song he mentions so you can take this one of two ways it's either uh christmas carol or it's like that the most wonderful time of the year is broader than we think it is he mentions that we'll be telling like there will be scary ghost stories so does that include is that because of christmas carol or is that because the most wonderful time of the year includes october somehow by the grace of god uh Yes, the October one is 100% true. Yes. Sweet. Spooky month for life. I was like confused for a second and thought you were talking about John Lennon's uh the the Imagine having a wonderful <laughs> no, simply having a wonderful t- wonderful Christmas. Time. Oh. oh uh, yeah. You know, the spirit's right. The moon is <laughs> up. <laughs> we're here tonight. And that's enough. And it's like, uh, are you doing a seance? <laughs> He's suddenly um, the ghost of Christmas past. Dang it. Uh, so let's, uh, yeah, let's do this. Uh, <laughs> Christmas gifts. Uh, we're going we're gonna to give Garrett the first go, but we're going to take turns giving our gift ideas. Um so, uh, Garrett, go ahead and start us off. What is your first Christmas gift idea? Yeah, so uh, I'm going to start off with uh, five, working my way up to one. Um, number five, we've got countertop appliances. Uh, everyone knows everybody likes coffee. So, you know, you can never go wrong with a good espresso machine. Um, never hurts to go cheap. I think I scored one on, like, Black Friday last year, and my wife still uses it all the time in her classroom. 
go get an espresso machine. So, so was was did the coffee machine fall under countertop appliances? Yeah, yeah. Because I put cool. like I could I, I just pretty broad, you know. I know some people yeah. like to have like oh, I want that new KitchenAid mixer and stuff, which mm. gotta be careful with that too. Because uh, I've known some stories of people that are like, hey, honey, here's cooking appliances, and they're like, uh huh, what is that supposed to mean? So be careful with what you get. <laughs> you know, appliances for where you belong. Um, I mean, uh... <laughs> oh, this is that uh, Wendy's National Women's Day tweet all over again. Oh, boy. In my defense, <laughs> I will say I do most of the cooking in my house. Mm. So I'm usually the one in the kitchen. <laughs> I So I don't do most of the cooking. I'll cook probably, if if we're generous... It would be like one shared meal a oh month, and that's generous. Um, so it's mostly Angela, but also I get her cooking appliances as often as I can. Not not because she belongs in the kitchen or like her place is in the kitchen, but because she enjoys cooking, and she's never gonna buy like anything that'll make her life easier. She's never gonna buy those things for herself. So I buy them for her, and she's happy about them. She hasn't like like hit me or anything yet so like so far so good you just haven't got the right appliance yet <laughs> so my first gift idea do you have a friend or a loved one who really likes coffee and or tea do they also like tabletop role-playing games do they like stickers well let me tell you many worlds tavern is this awesome source for monthly coffee and tea subscriptions. And with every monthly drop, they send you a new flavor that comes with a set of dice and a collectible sticker. Oh, it also uh, has like house-made like D&D items. So it'll be like a card with this like item or spell or something that they created that works with 5e. I have a, qu I have a question about that. Yeah. If you roll a, a nat one, do you just spill the hot coffee on yourself? If you roll uh, a nat one, you just take a fat dump all over your pants. Do you even make the coffee? <laughs> <laughs> no. You just spill the ground like the ground coffee beans like all over the floor. Uh, oh no! You in that one, and your hand went into the grinder instead of the coffee beans. Oh, so you're having juice? <laughs> Man, I love juice. Uh, no, that that does sound fun. I mean, do these do these guys sponsor people? Dude, no. I well, I don't know. Maybe they do. I also we should point out nothing that I'm bringing up today sponsors us. Uh, I don't think anything that any of us brings up today sponsors us. As of right now, our sponsors are ourselves. Uh-huh. Mostly Gage, really. So these are just legitimately things that we like um, and that we think are cool gift ideas. Uh, like is generous on, on some of these, but... Yeah, yeah, my next one's going to be uh, a doozy. I, I deeply love everything that i'm about to talk about fair enough to each their own so have yeah, you that's it 
have you ever used this service before? So I, uh, by the time this releases, yes. Um, it is the only thing that I have asked for for Christmas so far. Uh, and I went ahead and ordered the November drop for myself as soon as it released. Uh, what, uh, what are you waiting on? Like what, what what's going to come to your house? Well, so the dice and the sticker are not released yet. So mm. those are things that I just won't know uh, mm -hmm. until they get here. However, uh, the coffee that I'm going to be getting is called uh, Treasured Realm. It's a single origin, uh, right? It's a single origin. It is a washed uh, coffee um, from the Peruvian Andes. And um, it's got a softer profile with a marriage of cocoa, lemon, toffee, and caramel almond. Uh, it, it's a 12-ounce bag of coffee. I, I made a mistake, and I accidentally ordered it whole bean. I don't own a grinder, so mm. I'm going to have to take it to, like, a coffee shop and be like, hey, will you grind this coffee I got from somewhere else? Or you can get a countertop grinder. For Christmas. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so uh, right now uh, you can get a bag of coffee for $28. That includes the sticker, the dice, and the item. The subscription is $25 a month. Um, and I think it's in three month, like three month sets. They're, they have other blends right now. Uh, that's just the monthly one. They have one that's a dark roast called Great Old One. Uh, they have a another one called Dragon's Nest, and then they have a their home blend or their house blend is called Homely House, uh, which I believe is a Lord of the Rings reference. Um, but they've also got like tea. They have all kinds of cool teas. They sell like uh, tabletop game uh, notebooks so that you can keep specific notes for your game that you play. Uh, they also sell other kinds of stickers. They sell. Uh, like, they sell Magic the Gathering cat tokens. They sell what? Uh, they sell Magic the Gathering grumpy house pet tokens. Um, <clears throat> they sell dice trays and just all other kinds of things. They've, they, they've got a pretty good selection. They're, uh, I, I will say, the only downside, they also sell mugs. The only downside, uh, their mascot is a grumpy house pet holding a D20. Ugh. Dude, I'm I'm really stoked for like to listen to this episode and to hear the playback go something along the lines of they sell Magic the Gathering bleep tokens and then people have to wonder until they hear grumpy house pet. <laughs> It'll be a good time. Uh but yeah, so that's my first gift idea. Uh Yeah. Remind me one more time. What's that? What's that called? Uh, Many Worlds Tavern is what the website is called. They've got coffee. They've got tea. They have all kinds of tabletop RPG things. Mm. Not a sponsor. Yeah, not, not a, sponsor. a sponsor. Yeah. Uh, nobody is a sponsor yet. Uh, call us. Call call Gage. His number is. Or email the podcast at nocatspod. No, that's wrong. No cats pod at gmail.com.
Kudos to DJ for knowing Gage's number off the top of his head. <laughs> oh, he's been dialing it for 15 years I, now. Back when Gage and I were first friends, I didn't have a cell phone. And so I I had to do it the old school way. I don't even know my I don't even know my brother's phone number. <laughs> That's right. I don't know my mom's. I've got Angela's down. But Yeah, I know my wife's. I still think I remember my mom's work number from when I was a kid. Mm. It would take me a moment to get there. But like I've got my grandma's phone number, her home, herself, my mom, my dad. I don't have my sister. Um but yeah, so I got those. Uh, this is a quick. Like... This is a quick note for future gauge. Um, when you're listening to this, just make sure you get rid of my social. Uh, don't don't leave that in there. Uh, I said my social social security number earlier. Too bad for you. I've already got it written down. Well, shoot. <laughs> I think shoot, Angela. Will shoot, be... dang boy! I tell you what. <laughs> I think Angela will be more displeased than I am. Uh, <laughs> you're just like hey, it happens yeah so i'm gonna go ahead and hop into mine something that i have uh my, my wife and i have really um kind of gotten into over the course of our marriage and uh we were both like we both really liked it separately uh and then got married and like that grew our love for it is board games um, and when it comes to board games, there are a lot of different people in this world. Uh, so there are some people you um, you just know they've got to have a big board game collection. They've got to have like the the coolest, nicest games, um, just because they're they're total nerds, right? Um, and, and sometimes you get a little surprised. So I uh, we were hanging out with some friends one time, and I knew like this guy he has to have a board game collection, and I noticed kind of a like a like a uh wardrobe type thing in their living room and I'm like that has to be the board game collection. And so at one point in the middle of us hanging out he says, "Hey, do you want to see our board game collection?" And I say, "Yes, I really would like to." And he opens this wardrobe thing and inside is like 25 different versions of Monopoly. <laughs> My man uh, and it like it was just it was just funny because I expected him to be kind of a, a heavier gamer, um, but he had Monopoly. And so there 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 are those people in the world that when you say board games, they think Monopoly, they think Candyland, etc. Um, and we we're a, we're a bit past that. Um, so I think if you've got one of those people that isn't quite sure about board games and maybe you're someone that really likes board games. You kind of want to share the love a little bit. Uh, one option that people are always going to offer is Catan, uh, Catan, Satan. I don't know how it's pronounced. Um, people are, are always going to offer that as an option and it's a good option. But recently my wife and I have been playing a little game called Cubitos and Cubitos is this fun little racing game uh, where you're just racing around a track, but the way that you get around the track is by rolling dice. And it has some kind of like push your luck types of things where you have to decide, okay, should I, should I roll one more time? Even though if I, you know, get nothing, then my turn's over and I don't get to move. And maybe the person gets, the person I'm against gets to move five spots and I got to do nothing. Um, so it's got some push your luck and it overall is just a very simple, very fun game. Um, 
and it's one that we we played it once and we went and bought it like immediately um, because we knew that it, it's like the perfect game that if you've got people that you kind of want to bring over that gap from Monopoly, Candyland, etc., into the world of like fun board games, um, it's a it's a good option for that. And it's not just Catan. So, yeah, Cubitos. Could you spell that for me? C U B E T O S. That is I T O S. That is S. Like the ending to Doritos. Yeah, like the like the word cub. And then the ending of Doritos. Uh, C-U-B-I-T-O-S. It's like Doritos, but instead of being dough, it's cub. Or yeah. door, it's cub. And instead of being triangles, it's cubes. Yeah, there's there's a simple memory device. You can think to yourself, uh, this game is Cubitos. C-U-B-I-T-O-S. Uh, so yeah, so that's, that's what we, what we have. Um, we have played it with some people who just aren't as deep into board games as we are. Um, and that's been, been a lot of fun. Quick shout out. If you've got someone who's super deep into board games, just do them a favor, buy them Twilight Imperium, just send it. Um, real quick. How long does a normal game of Cubitos take? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, I would expect probably about. Uh, 45 minutes to an hour and a half. Not bad. Somewhere somewhere in that range. So it's pretty quick as far as games go. So uh, just want to let you know, DJ, I am, my wife and I are big board game people. Mm. She loves them. I am the Monopoly guy. <laughs> um, I If I see a Monopoly board that I like, I'm like, I need okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's, no, that's, you know that moment where you spend five minutes accidentally trashing someone and then you try to figure <laughs> out how to walk it back or uh -huh. whether or not you even need to. Uh, I'm not in that right now. I stand by everything I said. Yeah, no, absolutely. Just I kidding. hate it. I hate it. Uh, no, <laughs> uh, no, it's fun. I think that I that's something. Sorry. Another, uh, no, you're good. I was going to say another board game. It's a blast. The first time we played it, my wife and I was with, with like all of her family in like downtown Tulsa at this little like almost like adult board game themed place called shuffles like they serve like drinks and stuff in there uh ticket to ride is a oh, blast yeah. it's so yeah. fun we have i think almost every single expansion for it like mm -hmm. it's it's so fun to play so i actually weirdly enough so i feel like ticket to ride is another one of those it's it's a great kind of yes kind of like ramping up a little bit type of games yeah. um i for the longest time didn't like ticket to ride and it was only because i had never won but i won the last game i played and i'm probably just never going to play again you, you're taking your win now you run yeah <laughs> end on a high i mean yeah my wife wins like 90 percent of the time that we play that game she's just incredibly good at it so mm -hmm. yeah i know it's definitely a good entry point before you get to like the like arkham horror you know, oh, where it's yeah. like you start in one room and you're going to explore this giant asylum. Like, it's definitely a beginner game before you get to those. Or, like, you know, the legacy style games that take days to play. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I, I also, I don't really do legacy games because Angela and I are 
not we're, we're not the people that are most into board games that we know but we're like we're up there um especially like people that are in or near joplin but then just scheduling like we can never work out right. scheduling yeah so that's fair yeah but i I apologize if I said anything offensive along the way. I think that Monopoly and games like that are great uh, for other people. It really shows that you're true friends when you play a Monopoly game. That's fair. DJ, remember how, like, growing up, whenever we would do a New Year's Eve party at my house, we would sometimes play Monopoly with my dad? Mm-hmm. And he would I mean, almost always just trash us and then leave? I have a very distinct memory about Monopoly that I'm not allowed to talk about on air. Yo, same. <laughs> I don't. All right, Gage, what's your gift? All right. Uh, Garrett, it's your turn, actually. <laughs> oh, whoops. Sorry. So you guys made me seem like I was a chump. You did excellent describing skills, so I'm going to try and do my best here. So we've all been to a white elephant gift exchange. Um, you know, being at Ozark, we had them every year. We've seen some absolute banger gifts come out. Uh, you know, we saw the birth of Nan, little wooden words that caused some chaos across the floor. Um, one that will always stick out to me, and it's a gift that everyone should have at least once in their life. DJ, this one's pretty close for you, um, is a cursed German doll uh, mm. named Johan. Um, you know, uh, unfortunately, that little doll did meet an untimely demise when a monster who lived at the end of the hall smashed him on your floor uh, <laughs> into like a thousand pieces. Uh, no, seriously, that was the real gift is going to be, you know, camping supplies. Um, mm. That's something that my wife and I have like, I, I never camped when I was a kid. She used to go all the time. And now it's like her parents are like, hey, here's these camping supplies. And now that I'm like an adult, I'm like, Oh my god, yes. Like <laughs> keep uh -huh. giving me these amazing things. Like this propane stove. If I was a twelve year old, I'd hate it. Twenty eight year old me, I'd love it. Like it's just it's perfect. Um and even then it's actually helped out a bunch. Uh our house is luckily not all electric, but there have been some people that I know that they lose power. I don't know if you guys remember back in like July ish, June ish here in Oklahoma, we had a pretty nasty tornado that wiped out power at least in my neighborhood for a week people oh, wow. were using people were using camping stoves to cook and to like do things and then using you know fans or whatever to cool off because it was 110 degrees with no ac so it was a blast but yeah so camping supplies something you can never go wrong with um mm -hmm. of course like i said you can never go wrong with the cursed german doll the marionette puppet johan himself dude i'm i'm on the hunt for johan right dude now. i've looked nonstop for that doll and i cannot find one anywhere now if i remember right what we had to look up to find him later was it was like a german porcelain pinocchio doll something like that i'm i'm just looking for old pictures of him and i'm going to use like google lens so if you go on the boatman third page like the old one that no one ever uses anymore uh -huh. you posted a video of that doll with like a strobe light effect and like that creepy like <laughs> laugh in the background uh -huh. like and it i go to it all the time I'm like oh, johan you sweet innocent boy man. why were you destroyed but then there was man it would have been after your time there was one year for white elephant that 
I went and found one at uh, the antique mall. No, yeah, I bought true. one on eBay, but then Ryan Summerhill uh, found one at the antique mall, and there were two at one at one white elephant. I think it was junior year. Yeah, that would have uh, been after me for sure. Which was wild. Um, but sorry, you're good. I was gonna say, didn't didn't Gage? You worked at that antique mall, right? I did work at that antique mall uh, freshman year up until about the end uh, of freshman year when I quit my job, almost flunked all my classes because I was watching you play Dragon's Dogma. Hey, now listen <laughs> here, okay? Dragon's Dogma did nothing wrong. If anything, I need to blame Fallout 4. Mm. That's the reason why I left Ozark. <laughs> That's so funny. Me and Uncle Ben, DJ. I know it. I who know I still it. talk to? Who I still talk to on a daily basis? I found it. It's on Depop for twenty dollars. What? Just link it right now. Yeah, if you can send uh, me that, I'll send it to both of you. We can race. Uh, oh, Gary, I have your text. Yes, I do have your phone. Um, okay, okay, Spice I'm sending it to you in a group message. DJ and I both, yeah um vintage 80s pinocchio style doll with porcelain head and shoulders yep that's the part that got smashed his head this person walked in and literally <laughs> just went flack like on the the hardest part of the floor and it just exploded no it didn't explode he had to stomp on it several times in order for it to explode oh and that was the that was the second time he destroyed it wasn't it he broke his hands the first time, I believe. Isn't that right, DJ? Something like that. He was like, you'll learn your lesson, little doll. <laughs> he smashed his hands. Gosh, we had so much fun with that. And I remember one... T yeah, no, just fun times. Fun times. Um, There's a lot of stories that probably shouldn't be mentioned. Eh. Uh, now, so camping is fun. Yeah, camping is fun. Yeah. <laughs> I've been camping once. We, we, we try to go quite a bit. Um, we actually mm -hmm. went over fall break this past month, um, which ended up being really nice. Like the first night, it was a pain in the butt because there was a family that was next to us who like partied until like 3 a.m. There's always mm -hmm. one. But then the second night, it was just us. Like there was a cabin that was probably 100 feet behind us that was full of people. But then like tent camping, we were the only people out there. So I was like, it's kind of creepy. It's still pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So my second gift idea. Do you have somebody in your life who's a little bit artsy? Um, no. Oh. Uh, uh, do you have someone in your life who enjoys vintage things? Sure. Okay. How about someone who might have a little bit much, a little bit too much expendable income in regards to buying uh, overpriced stock film? <laughs> uh, that, that sounds like someone I know. Well, do I have a gift idea for you in a Polaroid camera? Uh, mm. Yes, it is expensive to take pictures with them because it's like you're spending more than a dollar every picture you take. Mm -hmm. But it is really cool. And like it, it is cool to have a Polaroid camera. It's cool to give that to someone, especially people who are really into like artistic and vintage things. Um, they'll love it. No, I was going to say it's funny that you mentioned Polaroids because – back to the antique mall i think that was like the first time i really got to hang out with you dj was we were to go see gauge 
at the antique mall and you and i looked at polaroid cameras for like a good minute and you bought one didn't you i did buy one yeah like yeah. you worked on it to try to fix it and everything for a couple of weeks i i still have it i think i still have it somewhere i tried to get rid of it one time and they wouldn't take it like like i tried to give it away and then the person i tried to give it away to just gave it back um but yeah i like i so switched out it used only like an old battery and it was all corroded so i yes. like yeah. switched out the batteries for like double a's or something and then the hardest part was just finding film which when i first started uh i think it was fujifilm uh still produced the film that they needed but it costed about a dollar per picture mm -hmm. but then like two months later they stopped producing it and it jumped up to like it's probably ten dollars a picture now yeah but say, I remember that and then um we mentioned i mentioned the name uncle ben people listening probably like mm -hmm. who's that one of dj's roommates was named benjamin parker uncle ben from spider-man was ben parker therefore uncle ben was born um but at his wedding back september i think two years ago or a year ago um they actually had a really fun idea where it was like they had a polaroid picture and the guests would take like selfies with it and then that was like you'd put it on the like a pegboard so like that was there you know people will do like the big board like you sign when you go into a wedding sometimes or whatever or like the book that they they, they, they didn't like keep for themselves theirs was this big like pegboard full of like all these polaroid pictures of all their guests it was a pretty cool idea now when i think polaroids and this is a bit after your time garrett i think jacob casey i know exactly i'm gonna offer what you're thinking of <laughs> i'm gonna offer zero more context for anyone all right uh so i'm gonna jump in now uh so something that i am I, I'm, I'm a couple things right one is i am a, a video gamer um not not i mean i don't want to like I, i'm not like other gamers or anything like that i i don't do a lot of online games i prefer single player stuff um or if i'm going to play multiplayer i prefer like like just on a couch with friends uh yeah so so i i like games um so I, one i'm a gamer two i'm very like a very nostalgic person um just constantly chasing the high of like when i was 12 and everything was perfect because i've got this false understanding that everything used to be perfect when i was like 12 or whatever uh so every once in a while i get on a big kick um about trying to play old games and what i i'm going to offer a disclaimer i'm giving a gift idea for for a way to get your hands on old games there are other ways to get your hands on old games that i'm not mentioning here because i don't want nintendo to come after me mm -hmm. uh, yo ho a pirate is <laughs> do what you want because a pirate is he sorry uh and if you've got a decent computer they work is what i've been told is what i've heard through the grapevine uh anyways if you are if you've got you know someone who is a video gamer they're nostalgic and they're just a real stickler about the rules then i would suggest you get them 
a gift certificate to a little website called DK Oldies. Uh, and DK Oldies is a website where you can buy old consoles, you can buy old physical copies of games. Um, so if you just desperately want that, you know, original experience for Mario Kart 64, um, you can't buy the right TV to have the original experience. Um, but go to dkoldies.com. I'm guessing it's a .com. Google DK yes. Oldies. Yes, it is. Uh, and you can find 64s. You can find GameCubes, uh, old Sega consoles, and, and games as well. Um, so, yeah, if you're ever just... Well, if you know someone who desperately needs to relive their childhood because they're depressed or whatever, uh, dkoldies.com. That's their, that's their uh, slogan actually mm-hmm. I, also not a sponsor not a sponsor dude, their, their website's actually it's crazy cool i follow them on facebook um they have incredibly cool like retro stuff i feel like it's a it's a wild business model because you really have to bank yes on like the most nostalgic people because you're competing with literally everything that you offer being available for free yep uh, but we're not going to talk about that. Everything but the cats and piracy. No emulation. Yeah. That's the yeah, same. The other, there is another website too. Um, E-Starland is really good about all their stuff as mm. well. Um, I've seen a couple of their videos. Like, yeah, again, follow them on Facebook all the time. And they have, like, they'll do a thing where it's like, you can spend $40 for a bundle and they literally have like overstock of games and they just pull them out, grab a handful and toss them in a box. And so like, there's a chance you could get like a, a newer game. There's a chance you could get like a gold, you know, Ocarina of time in 64 cartridge. That's like sick. it's just, it's all over the place. Yeah. Crazy cool. Man. No, that's super cool. I, so lately I've been, so I, I'm going to talk about one of these a little bit later. So I, I guess I won't go too into detail. But I've been craving, not not like N sixty four, not that old, but like like PS three three sixty era. Um, the golden times for a lot of people, yeah. Mm-hmm. The 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 original Skyrim and Grand Theft Auto five days. The um, Dragon's Dogma days. Hmm. So I've I've been really kind of craving a lot of that, and so I honestly, I, I mean, with with a little one on the way, I probably won't save up for this anytime soon but if a little one weren't on the way i would probably already have uh an xbox series x just for the sake of like buying physical copies of old games and playing them mm-hmm. um, like 360 games so yeah some other yeah. time there's something special about having a physical game mm-hmm. i will never forget when i noticed they were venturing away from physicals whenever we totally didn't break the rules and go to the fallout 4 midnight release mm. uh, and i bought the physical copy and it was literally just a code in the case and i was like what what is this <laughs> oh i got i mean i got the i got a disc well i bought it for I, pc uh, okay gotcha yeah I, pre- I pre-ordered a pc version not on steam i bought the code to redeem or i bought the physical to re- like thinking it'd yeah. be a disc and it was a code to redeem on steam and i was like 
what? That's so dumb. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yeah. Man. Good good times. It it didn't hit consoles until till a bit farther along. Yeah. But, yeah. So anyways, uh if you if you love your friends that were playing video games in the nineties, you, you you now have ways to show that love for them and to encourage them to continue legally enjoying the things they love. Man, I'm all about doing things legally. I work in a legal department. Yeah, I don't. That's why. I, I, yeah, I don't either. Crimes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Garrett, how about uh, your third item? Yeah, so this one is a bit of a hot topic for some people. Um, because I've been in a room where this gift is given. And I've heard people say afterwards that it was a lazy gift. Um, I think it is perfect because it's very hard choosing gifts for people nowadays. You don't know what people like, what they do like, you know, it's just all over the place. Um, and you, it's easier to give them this because then they can go buy whatever they want. A Visa gift card with like a hundred bucks on it or 200 bucks on it. Mm. That is something okay. that my grandparents kind of started doing because I'm very much one of those guys growing up. I like, if I got anything, I was happy. I didn't care. I still am to this day. Like I, I can get a bundle of socks and be like, nice. Like I'm going to wear these until they're full of holes. Um, but yeah, gift cards, I hear $200 Visa gift card, go buy with what, go buy with it, what you want. Um, it's flawless. I think it's great. Um, like I said, cause then you can go get what you actually want and not have to worry about, you know, or are they going to return it? Do they need the receipt? Cause that is a thing nowadays. People are, they'll get something and they're like, I don't want this. And then it ends up being like a repurposed wedding gift or something sold on Facebook marketplace, you know, three months later, hoping the person who gave it to you forgot what it was. Uh-huh. So, um, that's my, my ground. I will die on this hill defending it. Gift cards are not lazy. Give gift cards for Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, I think that that some of my favorite gifts that I get every year are like cash and gift cards. Yeah. Well, especially uh, too when you're married. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know, you're like your wife and I, or your wife. Oh, your wife. Oh, and you. Angela. I'm staying you, like, your lane, buddy. For like a week during Phonathon. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but like my wife and I, I imagine your wife and you are the same way. Like, if we get money for Christmas, we pull it together and we get something nice. Like, oh. yeah, we want this. Like, it just helps. Or you could be stingy and be like, no, I want the so, PlayStation. Like, you just figure out something, you know? So so we have, the way we kind of handle finances is we have a, a joint account, and then we each kind of have our own individual accounts. And I, I had to, so Angela's financial strategy, and it's a great strategy, is like, just never spend any money ever. Um, as much as you can control it. Fair. And so I, I had to fight kind of hard to get like, like our own separate accounts that we could put some money into each month and it's called guilt free money. Uh, and so every, every year my Christmas money goes right into guilt free money. Right. Um, so it's like the exact opposite. I, I bet, I, I bet she would think it was really sweet if I offered that this year though. So I'll probably, probably try that. Oh, yeah, ours is automatically like share, share. <laughs> like it's just like a mutual thing. 
yeah, I'm very selfish is the problem uh, with that plan. Gage, how do you uh, share your assets with your wife? Uh, well, you know, one day we'll figure that out. Um, for right now, I don't. Hmm. That's right. Uh, men, men's rights. She's got to see. Here's the thing. Um, she's got to actually marry me first. Then we'll talk about it. Hmm. And That's find fair. me. Gosh. Are you gonna make her propose? Here's the thing. <laughs> I will do it when I'm good and ready. Uh, for the like, okay. You guys might not know this. You two do. I'm very single. Like, this isn't something that I'm like actually saying. I'm not ready to propose. If she proposes, that'll happen, and I'll do it then. But, uh, like, I'll propose when I'm good and ready to. But if someone beats me to the punch, I'm not prideful enough to say no. I had to do it. You know what mm. I mean? On this episode of the podcast, we're talking Christmas gifts. Engage is single. <laughs> uh, a good Christmas gift. Uh, me under mm. your tree. Uh, Ooh, I don't I'm know a if fire hazard. Are, I don't know if people would enjoy waking up and seeing a. How tall are you? Five, five, ten, six five eleven, six foot, six even. Yeah. A six foot bald man under their tree. Uh, is uh, Gage clothed? <laughs> Ideally, for everyone. It's a different vibe. Like, depending on the answer. Are you jolly or are you looking like a Wendigo? Hmm. Uh, well, we both know. I'm pretty jolly. Sweet. Uh, you know we okay. say it because we love you, Gage. <laughs> I know. Uh, and I love you guys. Um, okay, so, uh, yeah, gift cards. That's a good gift. We had, uh, there's a guy at work, we're doing a Secret Santa, and he and I were talking about it, and he said, if you get me, just get me a Steam gift card. Yeah, yeah, what gift card? Sorry. Steam. Oh, nice. Yeah, gift. can't go wrong. Yeah. And like, oh, so I... Go ahead, sorry. Oh, you're good. Go. I was going to say, that's why I'm always like, the Visa gift card, right? Because you can use those on Steam, you can use them on Xbox, you can use them on PlayStation, you can use them on anything. Like, it's not stuck to one thing. Because there's been times where I see it in the game, you know... I've been playing Dead Cells on my Switch here lately. Mm. It's 20 bucks when I got it years ago. It may be more now with all the DLCs and everything, but it's like, yeah, here's a $50 Visa gift card. Okay, I want Dead Cells, and then I'm going to go get, you know, shoes from somewhere or something. Mm-hmm. That's why I like that versatility of those gifts compared to, hey, here's one thing you're stuck with. That's fair. Yeah. My third gift. Yeah. Um, do you have someone in your life? who is kind of a do-it-themselves kind of person. Like, they like to they like to fix the problems around their home on their own. They don't want to have to have someone else do them. Uh, maybe they're uh, really into, like, five-minute crafts or whatever, uh, <laughs> or they just like to fix things in general, you know? Um, a handy kind of person. Well, you know what family of products is great for anybody who likes to do their own projects or fix their own things? The Flex Seal family of products, mm. most famous for the product of Flex Tape. Do you need some tape? They've got you covered. Do you need some glue? They've got you covered. You need some paste? They've got you covered. And in Seal, they have Flex Seal that now comes in spray and liquid. Ooh. 
Yeah, and they have a patented formula that's bind to stick, bind, seal, and repair. I'm telling you, you can use this stuff for anything. It could be used for, like, you know, f- like flood-proofing your home. Like, you got storms coming, you know what? Just smack it on the roof. Not going to get through you now. On a serious note. <laughs> on a serious note, uh, like, I am I'm not a bad driver, but I'm not a great driver. And I've got this uh, dark gray Chevy Impala, and I ran into uh, like someone's trailer hitch one time, and there's just this hole in the front of my bumper now. And I, if I wanted to get someone to fix it, it would be six hundred to a thousand dollars. And I was like, mm, no thanks. Uh, so I bought some flex tape, some black flex tape, and you know what? Patched it right on up. If I ever put it on there, it's still sitting unopened in my room. But, uh, <laughs> When you, Gage, when you hit the trailer hitch, did the first thing that come to mind, was it just, that's a lot of damage? (laughs) (laughs) I had not seen that video at that point. Um, So no, sadly. So when he watched the that's a lot of damage video, the first thing that came to mind was, my car. That stupid trailer hitch. Uh, what's really funny, it was actually my dad's idea. It was his recommendation to go get some flex tape. He was like, why don't you try flex tape? I was like, dad? Was it was it his recommendation to leave it unopened in your room for six months? It's been much longer than that. <laughs> oh, boy. Try uh, it. like sorry. five or six years. Oof. Man, you think, I'll, sorry. I'll, I'll, I was going to say, I'll defend flex tape. We, uh... I had to use it one time at a hardware stop back in like high school. Like it just came out and everyone's like, does this stuff actually work? We had a, we refilled propane tanks, um, insert King of the Hill joke. And we, uh, had one of our propane lines, like get like a little tiny pinhole leak. Not kidding. My boss just wrapped it up with flex tape, the hose and the propane tank. And it worked until we got a replacement. Sweet. Like I was shocked how well it worked. Not a sponsor. Uh, I was going to say, this podcast is sponsored by the angry ghost of Billy Mays. Hi, Billy Mays here with OxyClean. Sorry, I had to. Uh, I'm going to jump in now. The classic DJ segue. All right. Now, this next one, um, some, some of them that I've been doing have been uh, pretty specific. Like, not everyone that's listening to this is gonna know someone who's really into board games, or uh, it, it's probably more likely that everyone knows someone that's really into video games, or, or was in the '90s. Uh, but this next one, it's universal. So, uh, for your aunt's fourth husband Terry, who's really into hot air balloons, but you know that if he ever drove a full-sized one he might accidentally fly into a power line or accidentally commit a terrorist act. Might I present a 1,200-gram weather balloon? Uh, You can go to highaltitudescience.com, and they've got this 1,200-gram weather balloon. You can buy it for $129. They say that their weather balloon is a workhorse that will transport your payload higher than any other 1,200-gram balloon. Uh, Although... It is more expensive than the Chinese and Indian weather balloons. Its quality is far superior. 
this enables you to achieve higher altitudes with a smaller balloon, less helium, and less cost. Uh, so we've all got, yeah, I mean, you're not sure if you want to call him Uncle Terry because he's, he's husband number four. You know he's not going to last. So you, you don't really want to start calling him Uncle Terry, but we, we all know Terry. Uh, and, and for those Terrys in our life, um, get a weather balloon. Uh, this this one, as a matter of fact, topped out at 36,983 meters. That's 121,335 feet. That is going to blow Terry's socks off. Knock his socks off? Terry will have no socks by the time this balloon is done with him. Oh boy! <laughs> oh. Hey, what's the what's the maximum carrying capacity of this weather balloon? Uh, let's look. I heard a small child can fit in one pretty well and cause a massive internet and social media debacle back in so, like the mid two thousands. So I've I explained that it's a twelve hundred gram balloon. Uh. And I think that what that means is not that it weighs 1,200 grams. I think that means that its payload, its max payload is 1,200 grams. According to what I'm trying to read quickly on the internet. So I'm not a drug dealer. I don't actually know uh, how much 1,200 grams is. Yeah, it's like a lot of marijuana is my guess. About, like I, to be clear, I have no it's idea. It's like two and a half pounds. <laughs> That's a lot. Just quick Google search: twelve hundred grams to pounds is two point six four pounds. <laughs> uh, so, oh yeah, obviously Terry—he's a rascal. You know Terry; he already owns a GoPro. So you buy him the balloon, he slaps the GoPro on it. Honestly, your family kind of wishes he would get rid of the GoPro because it was a gift from his ex-girlfriend, uh, Crazy Tiffany, and like. It's kind of weird that he still has this gift from Crazy Tiffany. Convince him to slap the GoPro on there. Problem solved. So actually, if we figure that uh, Terry, you know, not Uncle Terry, weighs about 250 pounds. I'm just guessing here. Um, then he would just need to buy 94 of these weather balloons in order to put himself in, out, in orbit. Yeah. I mean, we've all seen Up. It's true. Yeah. So you can get a, you can just buy weather balloons though. Like as, as a civilian person, you can buy a balloon that the government will like freak out about and shoot down over some lake. So not only are you buying a balloon, you're buying entertainment for Uncle Terry, uh, for <laughs> your pal Terry. You can also act like you put your child in it in 2009 and cause worldwide stir. Yeah. Your two pound. Two pound Baby. seven year old son. He was like literally just in the house the whole time, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so that's that's uh that's my my third gift for your aunt's fourth husband Terry. Okay, that's a solid gift, Garrett. Yeah. So uh, this is one that people always see these and think man those would be great gifts for kids i'm going to say they're also great gifts for adults um because nothing says fun like pointing a giant foam loaded dart gun in somebody's face and pulling the trigger mm. um hopefully that's not too brutal gauge uh 
but yeah, Nerf guns. Uh, there's just something about them, man. I don't care how old you are. You can be 90 years old. Someone hands you a Nerf gun. You're going to battle. Um, that's something I, every time we go to the store, I walk by them and my wife has to pry me away from that mm. section. Cause I'm like, I gotta go look at the Nerf guns. Um, mentioned I have a little brother. That was something we used to do all the time as a kid. We'd always have Nerf gun fights and he'd always be like, I want the one that shoots a lot. I'm like, okay, give me the one that shoots like the three inch long, like one inch thick dart. That's going to knock you down. Um, <laughs> just absolutely destroy him like yeah. that or the, the ones that you see now that are like the little yellow tennis, like almost like a golf ball, <laughs> like little tiny ones that like just light people up. There's just something enjoyable about it. I mean, I don't know. Do we ever have Nerf Nerf Wars at Ozark? I don't think we had any on the floor, did we? We definitely like, okay, so it was a running joke that if there was one, Mitch would join in and win. Yeah, like, he had it. He had he had like five or six of them in his room. He did, but I just I don't remember them ever happening. I know oh, when the... Leanne gets rowdy. Oh boy, um, <laughs> he Mitch drank too much dorm juice, dorm drink, whatever it was. Um, the only Nerf fight I remember from Ozark was with Crosser and Caleb White. We went there. We went to the, the Cornerstone Church. So we went to down there. And we had a Nerf war there, and I just very vividly remember, like, looking at Crosser and, like, doing a quick draw, like, at him, and just not calculating for how high I was aiming, and then Dart hit him square in the eye. Like, <laughs> under, the, under the glasses, like, under his glasses, just wham! And he, like, stopped and looked at, like, the kids around us, and he's like, and that's why you don't aim for the face. And like looked at me and just walked away. Um, Sounds he like was, Crosser. He was actually mad. Like that was uh. one of the few times I've ever seen Crosser get mad. And I was like, I'm sorry. Like we all know I hate hurting people. Hate it. And so I was like, oh God, <laughs> I've made a mistake. <laughs> I feel like we could have a two or three hour episode just with Crosser stories. Yeah, Nerf guns, though. I mean, there's just something enjoyable about them, um, especially now they have, like, all the themed ones. I know there's a bunch of Fortnite ones that are around there. Um, mm. For a hot minute, you could get, like, the SMGs from, like, Halo 2 and 3. Those were awesome. My brother had That's several funny. of those. Yeah, they're crazy cool. Um, and it's, you know, nothing says, oh, my God, you're amazing, than walking into someone's house and seeing a Nerf wall just posted up somewhere. I was just going to say, uh, when I moved into my apartment, about a year and a half ago, uh, somebody showed up and gave me a Nerf gun with a bag of uh, darts, and that was my housewarming gift from them. That's an invitation, and you. Oh yeah, them no, down. they brought their own, and we had a fight. Nice. I will see you one thing. <laughs> Go ahead, DJ. Uh, I had a Nerf gun back in like seventh or eighth grade, um, and you know a number of them through the years. Because what what little boy didn't? Uh, but there's one time, it was shortly after Wanted came out. Yo, uh, the bullet. That I was looking back, there's no way. But in the moment, I was positive that I had curved a dart. Uh, but looking back, like, I probably just shot it while my arm was still extended, and that's it. You, you shot it next to, like, a high industrial fan, like, high power industrial <laughs> yeah. fan. Yeah. <laughs> The only thing that's that the only thing that stinks about Nerf guns is losing the darts because then you find them like months later and you're like oh yeah like I forgot mm -hmm. about that 
Um, or if you're in my neighborhood, uh, when I'm going to mow my yard, I find them when I run them over from the neighbor's house with their kids. So I'm like, whoops. Well, that's funny. And they're, that nerf dart's gone. Man, it's a good gift. That is a good gift. That's a wonderful gift. Yeah. I would say get that gift for anyone. Yeah. If you're thinking about getting your wife tools for the kitchen, just stop. Get her a Nerf gun. You're welcome. Uh, give Get Uncle Terry a Nerf gun, though. You know Uncle Terry wants a Nerf gun. Give him the whistling ones. Mm, mm-hmm. Like the bow and arrow. His whole payload is on his weather balloon is a Nerf gun that he's rigged up to be able to shoot remotely so he can rain down foam hell from above. <laughs> Absolute cosmic terror Uncle Terry is. Or, well, not yet Uncle Terry. <laughs> yeah, kind of Uncle Terry. You're, is, you're not sure. He's only going to be there for Christmas, and then you're not going to see him again. You're like, mm-hmm. I'll even give him a gift. <laughs> it's true. I mean, you're trying to get him a gift just to just to help stabilize your aunt's life. Like, maybe he'll stick around because he thinks you're cool, you know? Uh, Gage, what what's your next gift? <laughs> <laughs> we're we're assuming here that 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 like our aunt is the problem. What if it's the men? Oh, I mean, one hundred percent, Uncle Terry, almost oh, Uncle yeah. Terry. <laughs> Guy's a sleaze bag. <laughs> okay, uh, so uh, here's some other questions in regards to my next gift. Okay, uh, have you ever, you know, like cut your boat in half? Have you ever stabbed a bucket so many times that it couldn't hold liquids anymore? You ever accidentally installed a mesh screen door on the bottom of your raft instead of the normal wooden bottom of it? Well, let me tell you, the the Flex Seal family of products is actually good for you. Uh, it's great as a gift because you sawed your boat in half. Well, let me tell you, if you use the extra thick Flex Tape, 12 inches wide, that's actually what it is, I'm pretty sure. slap it on there go all the way around and it'll float uh you ever you know stab a bucket so many times maybe even take a chainsaw to it once or twice i don't know uh fill it with a little bit of that flex seal spray and it's just as good as new you can get that bucket back that you destroyed if i'm going to quote john tron uh you know also you know if you ever accidentally install a mesh screen door on the bottom of your raft just lather it lather it with that flex seal liquid it'll be good as new you can even sit in it can can you take it out on water though oh you can take it out of water all day oh. you might, can you can you Don't... also yell that's a lot of damage when you're sawing the boat in half uh you have to when you're doing the damage to these things you have to say that's a lot of damage Oh, have you ever... Do you have to stab a bucket with a Bowie knife? Mm, it could be a Bowie knife. Preferably use the chainsaw, actually. At any point in those commercials, is there like a, hey, don't try this at home? Like, is there that kind of language? Or are no. they just... No, there is. In oh, there the is? Extreme, in the, specifically in the extreme bucket destroy video or whatever. The extreme bucket video. 
where he's literally taking a chainsaw to the bottom of a bucket. It says, don't try this. Seriously, do not try this. Oh, you're right. It does show that. And it also does show it whenever he stabs the bucket, too, with the, the big knife. Yeah. Which is, it's funny, because the only context, like, no one was going to try it before those commercials existed. No one was going to try any of those things. But then the moment those commercials existed, the only reason that anyone ever had to be told, don't saw your boat in half and don't cut a bucket in half with a chainsaw is because the commercial existed. It's it's just interesting, I suppose. The, the Streisand effect. I don't actually think there's a warning against uh, like sawing your boat in half. That's literally just the extreme bucket video. Like, okay. I'm pretty sure, like the only warning in the like the boat videos are it tells you what specific product was used, or it was like use the twelve inch wide flex tape when putting your boat back together, or like if you're using like filling a screen door, it's multiple coats may be necessary to be able to fill all the holes. So there's the classic like Theseus's ship problem. Billy Mays's ship, like how how much of your ship is flex seal before it's no longer your original ship? Oh, his oh, name right. is Paul Swift. Yeah, that's. I don't care what his name is. Listen, you need to respect Phil Swift right now, because he'll show up to your house and he'll cause a lot of damage. <laughs> I, uh... He will saw your door down and then replace it with a flex seal door. <laughs> I think I think like my favorite part about the Flex Seal family of products is that Phil Swift uh, wasn't like a salesman beforehand. He actually no. created it, and then he was just so like engaging and fun of a personality. And those are the words I'm choosing to use uh, that they decided to be like, we need him to. He sell. was a crackhead. <laughs> no, that's the my pillow guy. Both. Yeah, so yeah. that's uh, that's uh, that's my fourth gift idea. Yeah, all right. So mine uh, is uh, I'm gonna guess that we all know someone, um, some some high schooler who is going to be going off to college uh, after this next semester. Occasionally, you might like you might find the occasional homeschooler who's going after like they're going in January. Um, but for the most part, any any high schooler you know is going to be headed off to college, uh, you know, in May. Um, and and there there are a lot of really good gift ideas for high school graduates. Um, so some of the classics, you know, you can get "Oh, the Places You'll Go" by Dr. Seuss, uh, or I don't know what I, that's that's really the comprehensive list that I can think of. Um, a TV. Uh, but what I'm going to suggest is because they're headed off to college, they need to be ready to, to do the things that people in college do. So I suggest that you buy for your high schooler who's getting ready to go off to college, I suggest you buy a ukulele. Oh my god. Uh, otherwise, how will they ever find love um, if they're not just slamming out some uh oh what's the one i can't help falling in love with you at 3 a.m in front of the girl's dorm 
uh, just praying that someone will notice them. Like there, there's no way or boys dorm y'all do y'all. Um, yeah. And if anything, here's the thing, they're going to show up to school and everyone is going to have just been given their first ukulele, like as part of orientation, because that's part of orientation for college is to get your ukulele. So if you can give them their ukulele now, they've got these next five, six months to practice and to get good so that they can immediately be the most impressive specimen. Like their, their mating call will be the best. Um, maybe, maybe be careful who you give this to. Cause it's a little weird. Some of the context I've given, uh, <laughs> tell you what, let them get their own ukulele. Uh, I'm just going to take it back. Uh, but a ukulele is fun. Jokes on you. I don't have another gift. <laughs> so, uh, two things on that, uh, 100% of my close friends who I went to college with and I'm still close with who regularly played a ukulele are married now. I'd say like 90%. I didn't play no ukuleles. Yeah, no. My close friends that I went to college with who regularly played ukuleles who I'm still close friends with now is one. Uh, Uh, (laughs) Uncle Ben played ukulele. He's also married. So two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uncle Ben's also in a band. Yeah, uh, like a successful band, which yeah, uh, that sounds like I'm surprised. I'm not surprised. No, he's he's a talented dude, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were actually just in Nashville because they got an award. In yeah, I told him. To, I told him to go trail. visit you. I told him to go visit me. <laughs> I was like, hey, you should go see Gage. <laughs> I told That's him to steer clear. Uh, he listened to DJ. Yeah. <laughs> This is for me. What can you say? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, Ukulele's a good, that's a good gift. It is. I I feel like it's a good, so I, as a freshman in college, I knew a number of people who were like learning ukulele for the first time. And something that I thought to myself was, okay, if these people are capable of learning this instrument, (laughs) I am capable of learning this instrument. And so it's it's a good kind of, kind of starter instrument good um yeah good way to like if you if you're if you if that high score you know thinks oh there's no way they could play an instrument like probably don't get a ukulele because it's kind of a tool move to like actually do this thing that i want you to do um but if you sense that little spark in them get a ukulele it'll uh it'll open doors i i do have to say dj wrote at least one song mm-hmm. uh, that was a full song on his ukulele that I would love if we could have played on an episode someday, but only when we're able to have hopefully one or two specific guests on mm. for it. Yes. Uh, who I'm still in communication with, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. I, I'm actually having that in the works. Okay. That's exciting. Jed and Isaac, looking for you, boys. I love and miss you. Didn't you run into like a famous musician at an airport? I can't remember his name. I, it, it's going to be a popular singer. Forgive me. I it like is, no, that's music. all right. Uh, yeah, so I was on my way back from the International Conference on Missions. It was in 
uh, Richmond, Virginia that year, like 2015. And uh, it's like a whole Ozark group. And we learn from like the ticket person or, or someone, maybe the person that's like checking us into the plane. We learned that Jason Mraz is also going to be on our flight. That's uh, and so we all know Jason Mraz is going to be here. And we're a bunch of like, you know, Midwest Bible college students. And so of course we all love like indie folksy stuff. And so Jason Mraz is going to be awesome. And he shows up and we're all just sitting there like silently. Cause we know he's there. And this is like the only time in my life that I've ever been the one to like, like I thought to myself and I quote, I'm, I, I wish I didn't think this, but it's what I thought. I thought I'm going to grab life by the balls today. And I went and talked to him uh, and like was the first Ozark student to talk to him. And so I chat with him for a little bit. He's pretending that he just is an impersonator or whatever. Uh, but then he, I walk away and then like this sea of other Ozark students go up and start talking to him. Uh, and at one point, one of them is like, yeah, I go to Ozark Christian college. And he's like, Oh, that's where DJ goes. Uh, which was pretty cool. He remembered me like, 30 seconds <laughs> later, no big deal. Oh, yeah, I remember you coming back from that trip and telling us that, and we were all like, what? Like, at the time, because he was, uh, I'd say it was pretty peak career for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't really keep has up. He, has he made more music? I don't know. He, he did just pretty recently. Uh, he and that wife split. Oh, yeah. So, that's... Yeah, there's this is this has been our gossip podcast. Uh, Sorry, I'm making everything go off the rails. No, goodness, no! It is it is not you. We would be off the rails. Uh, he has released an album this year called "We Sing, We Dance, We Steal Things, We Deluxe Edition." Is that okay? <laughs> Which is his 2008 album. Okay, I was like, that sounds familiar, and it's the deluxe edition. But he also released Mythical, Magical, Rhythmical, Radical Ride this year. That's fine. Dude, he just loves mouthful titles. Oh, yeah, because wasn't, yeah, we sing, we dance, we steal. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then he has just, yes. Love is a four-letter word, which is poetic in one way and in another way, which is the way that I initially read it. I was like, duh. <laughs> I think yeah. my my favorite album name. Oh, never mind. I was gonna make a joke about a certain band we used to joke about at Ozark, but Gage wants to cut it anyways. Is was this... it Dying Fetus? No. Oh. Is it Cattle Decapitation? No. Wait, Corpse Grinder. That could be one. Is this the one about blood? coming from a part of the body no that could be one this one is uh more involves children oh infant annihilator yeah (laughs) okay gosh we just went through like (laughs) here's every inappropriate band or thought we've ever had (laughs) let's see there's yeah, thing, though, well market. okay actually uh, some of their lyrics are atrocious uh, <laughs> yeah i'm looking but I'm they're like, gonna... good people for the most part i think oh dude corpse grinder is like the biggest teddy bear known to mankind oh he like, really is 
His neck is also five feet wide. DJ, you probably never heard of this man, which is totally fine. Yeah. He his 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 stage name is Corpse Grinder. He will go on anytime he goes on tour, he will find a place that has a claw machine. He will spend as much money as he can to win things. He then donates those to like children hospitals or like orphanages in town so the kids have toys. <laughs> and his funny. name is Corpse Grinder. Yeah. I'm gonna send a picture. I'll send I'll send a picture in the the chat. You don't have to include this in the description later on, but DJ needs to see what Corpse Grinder looks like. I do need to see what Corpse Grinder looks like. Do you? Did you ever watch Metal Ocalypse? Guy who would be called Corpse Grinder. Did you ever watch Metal Ocalypse on Adult Swim, DJ? Uh, on accident at like 3 a.m. So Nathan Explosion, the main character in that show, is based off of Corpse Grinder. Okay. (laughs) Like, and that's the long-haired one. Yes, yes. Man, that's one. Uh, what was the what was the last gift? I, oh, I just said ukulele. Yeah, you said ukulele, <laughs> and then we got onto Corpse Grinder. Yeah, I bet he knows how to play. Oh, probably. Well, I don't know. He's the vocalist, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, declare it to be Garrett time. Yeah, Garrett. So. I mentioned the gift cards were controversial. This one's kind mm. of the same way um, because you're always told you don't want to give living things away as a gift. Um, <laughs> this item is alive, <laughs> um, but it's not in the way that you think. Um, this is something that my wife loves to take care of. We have two corners of our house absolutely dedicated to these uh, plants. Um, I know it's you think it's winter time, Christmas, it's hard to get a hold of something like this. No, they're everywhere. Um, at least in Oklahoma. I mean, it's it can be 80 degrees in Christmas. It's happened. A couple years ago, it happened. Um, but no, plants are an overall good gift, in my opinion. Um, even though you do have to take care of them. And you guys are probably thinking that when I said living, you're thinking of something else. But that's that would be my go-to, number one. Um, they're cool. Mm-hmm. They give off that fresh, fresh, clean oxygen throughout your house. Um, it's really cool and they don't die. Um, that's why my wife takes care of them. If I touch them, they won't survive. Um, mm. There's been a couple times where she goes on vacation somewhere and she's like, hey, watch them. And I'm like, okay. And like the day before she comes back, I'm like, oh, crap, the fern. So I have to like go outside and water it. But overall, I think plants are always a good one. Something that you can always you know, clip off of, share with other people throughout the year. Um, kind of a cop out for number one. But it's my, my personal opinion. I don't care. Get over it. It's good. It is good. I yeah. here's the thing. I people love plants. I remember Ozark and Joplin. There was the Joplin greenhouse. They would do certain things where, like, if you went and bought coffee on a certain day, you would get a free succulent with it, and people went crazy for succulent day. Um, so yeah. Uh, I want I want the record to show that I laughed because Gage laughed, and I think Gage laughed because he saw corpse grinder (laughs) and i thought gage was laughing because gage thought that you were going to imply that like you should like you should give away humans or something you should give your loved ones tickets to go see cannibal corpse (laughs) at least once (laughs) it's an experience Mm. yeah for my final gift, this one is a—it's multi-purpose. Okay, um, 
does somebody that you love are they are they you know like hitting the bottle a bit too much just dip it in some flex seal they won't be able to open it anymore kids mm. running around flex tape them to a wall they won't be able to move somebody just like barking meowing or noising your ears off it's hard to make noise through flex tape <laughs> Psychological or metaphysical woes. It works slightly better than placebo. Flex Seal, the family of products. Mm. Is 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 the official family name? Is it the Flex Seal family of products? Yes. And not a sponsor. (laughs) How many? (laughs) How many Flex Seal products exist? Oh, I already went over them. There's flex foam, there's flex tape, there's flex glue, there's flex paste, there's flex seal spray, and flex seal liquid. There are multiple colors of all of them. And uh, yeah, that's about it. They also have like merch now. Mm. You can buy a flex, flex seal hoodies and stuff. Yeah, those merch is kind of sick. <laughs> it's just t shirts that were cut in half and have now been taped together. Dude, he's got a fanny pack. No way. I'm you dead can serious. buy Phil Swift. He has a shirt. He has a poster. It's. Have you seen Kong Skull Island, DJ? I have not. Gage, have you? Uh, I've seen the movie poster. Okay, it's that, but it's him with a bucket of Flex Seal. Dude, I don't know. It, you might not. If you follow him on Instagram, he is so unhinged, and I'm living for it. He sells guitar picks. You what? know what else he sells? <laughs> what, Gage? Flex tape! It's a lot of damage. It's a lot of damage, indeed. I think Do you know there's Gage's clear there. flex tape? Yeah. Oh, so you can see the water. That's sick. No, you can Even works see underwater. the holes you're covering. So a quick note. Uh, I I miscounted the number of things that I have. Uh, so I counted six. Somehow, I have seven. So I'm about to slam out three in a row. Because <laughs> uh, I refuse to cut any of them. Uh, we, we can banter more on Flex Seal if we want to. But I'm, I'm ready to jump in too. Dude, go ahead. Jump on in. I'm jumping in. Uh, so, so I uh, earlier I lied to my friends Garrett and Gage, uh, not on purpose, but we were planning kind of the order in which we would talk, in which we would share our gift ideas, and I had uh, six. I guess Garrett, do you have a sixth one? Yeah, but it's like the most normy gift you could ever imagine. I can and throw out yes, a gift. Yes, I will not use Normie. That's all right. Tell you what, I'm going to throw out my sixth one, and then we can have a, a little little fun round, or my fifth one. You guys throw out your sixth ones, and then we'll go from there. We'll just have an extra a spare round for funsies. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'll miss if you need to. I can go ahead and spit out my little extra one. No, I I'll, I'll send I'll do mine real quick. Okay, and then we should be back in order so for terry's child that he had out of wedlock whose presence makes the family uncomfortable 
because they have to remember the year that Terry was dating crazy Tiffany because Terry's been kind of a, a family friend for a long time. So they, they've known him for a while. They've known Tiffany. Uh, so they, this child makes them uncomfortable because they have to remember the year that Terry was dating crazy Tiffany. But you've always felt kind of bad for this child because she knows that the family doesn't really like her that much. But now the whole family also doesn't like you that much because you've been welcoming to her. But you also still send Christmas cards to crazy Tiffany. Anyways, for that child, uh, just matching tattoos. Uh, specifically, what comes to mind is like, like a black sheep. Um, it, it's a good way to both have solidarity and to, uh, you know, let, let your family know that you recognize kind of the, the social dynamic here. I think that a lot of things get by because people are passive aggressive and they can live in the assumption like, oh, they don't really notice that I don't like them. But you show up to Thanksgiving sporting that black sheep tattoo and they say, oh, what's that? And you say, it's me, loser. Then they'll know the gloves are off. It's personal. Uh, and then when, when the, when Terry's <laughs> bastard child, uh, shows up with the same, like it's, it's a statement and it's, it's one heck of a gift. Uh, so that's, that's my, my fifth idea was matching tattoos for Terry's child that he had out of wedlock, whose presence makes the family uncomfortable because they have to remember the year that Terry was dating crazy Tiffany, but you've always felt kind of bad for her because she knows that the family doesn't really like her that much. But now the whole family also doesn't like you that much because you've been welcoming to her and you also still send Christmas cards to crazy Tiffany. Did you write that out? Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's like, I know it's kind of a universal experience though, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Is this child also like one of those kids that like walks up and he's like, you got any games on your phone? Like, yeah, is he like how old kids? is this kid? Like, so, one, it's a she. Okay. Two, that's okay. I, I imagine like, well, old enough for matching tattoos. So like 18 or 19, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Terry, both your aunt and Terry, like they're getting kind of old. Like we, they're, they're 27 to 28 years older than they were when we were born. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Uh, which is, again, universal experience. All of your relatives, you listener, no matter how old you are, they're 28 years older than they were when you were born. Statistically, uh, it is very likely that they are 23 to 27 years older than you were <laughs> when you were born. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's my fifth gift is matching tats. Uh, Garrett, what's your what's your sixth gift? Yeah, so yeah, again, you guys are actually blowing out of the water. I did serious gifts. So uh, my next one was if no one says anything. As I've gotten older, I think everybody can agree with this. You recognize gift boxes when you're a kid, right? Like when someone hands mm. you a gift and you're like, this is a DVD or it's a, you know, it's a, it's a GameCube game. Like you, you get excited for, sure. for it, but then you see that one box in the corner. That's like two inches tall, about a foot long. And you're like, it's a box of clothes. Like, you know, before you even touch it and you, you know. just don't want to open it as you're a kid. As an adult, I am happily 
tearing into that box to see what I got because I will wear it for the next seven years or more. Um, yeah, clothes is my sixth option. Mm. Uh, it is such a good gift. If there's anybody who's young that listening that's listening to this, you probably shouldn't. Um, maybe you should ask DJ Engage. Um, but clothes are awesome, no matter what they are, unless it's a vest. Sometimes those are acceptable. Sometimes they're not. Um, <laughs> flannels are always cool, and socks and underwear are always the goat. You can Dude, always socks. use them. Socks are so great. Uh, I walk all day for work. I go through a pack of socks in like a month. So, yeah, absolute amazing Christmas gift, especially when they're yeah. novelty socks too. I mean, you're you're pretending that this like is just a kind of a serious lame gift, but like, I wish someone would buy Uncle Terry some clothes for once. Is he like New family Christmas? I'm just imagining like a worse cousin Eddie from like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, man. Uh, that's that's My the clothes. vibe I'm going for. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, no, clothes clothes is a great option, and definitely I agree. Like something that you come to appreciate more as you get older. Also, I mean, I I'm I'm trying to lose weight, but as as like if you're a person who since high school has ballooned a little bit clothes are really nice because like once a year like i just get kind of topped up topped up topped off i get clothes that fit me and that's good and if they don't fit it's motivation of hey i need to get back in shape it's true i have a pair of pants gotta... that i intentionally bought too small like a year ago uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm not closer to fitting into them i had a bunch of clothes that was given to, like for christmas that were like i my wife and i did keto for a hot minute Mm-hmm. Um, I lost like 70 pounds on it. And so I went from like a three X to almost a one X and Boy, howdy. I'm back. I'm back up to a three X now. Um, <laughs> but it was like, I still have some of those clothes. I'm like, yeah, one of these days I'm going to get back in those clothes. Uh, that was before COVID. Um, so it's like four years <laughs> ago, <laughs> so, uh-huh. not looking great. I'm <laughs> still in that, you know, 300 range. So, mm. I did. I did skip ice cream today. I don't mean to brag. It's a, a first step or something. I, I I've been playing pickleball too. Like that's my game plan. Is if I if I don't eat something that I really want to eat, I can count that as calories burned. Uh, because of math or whatever. And then if I play pickleball, that's like infinite calories burned because I get sweaty. And so I've solved the problem. I don't know. Yeah. I'm a big man. I know what you're saying. Same. Um, Yeah. So for my sixth gift, um, this is a gift to you from me. Flex tape. I'm kidding. Uh, (laughs) If you're planning to propose on Christmas or Christmas Eve, don't. Mm, why? That's my gift to you. Uh, okay, there are a few different reasons. One, uh, it, it's so impersonal to be like, oh yes, a date that we want to remember, that we want to make special. Let's just make it Christmas. Like, first and foremost, that, you know, that's just kind of, eh. 
secondly, uh, it, it could be kind of awkward because you're kind of choosing, are we going to do this around their family? Are we going to do this around my family? Right. Uh, mm. Who do we get to choose to be a part of it? Because normally, if you're not engaged yet, chances are your families aren't doing Christmas together. Um, and so you kind of got to be like, yeah, I thought it was more important to propose in front of mine than it was to do it in front of yours. Or you got to do it in between. And then that means you got to do it like super early in the day before you go to the different Christmas. It, it's just a mess. Don't do it on Christmas. There's all kinds of things there. Make it make it a day that's special to you guys. Don't let it be a day that's special to the whole of post-Christian world that celebrates this one holiday specifically. Amen. That's a gift to you, dear listener. Uh, I know you're out there. Um, let's see, who who do we know that listens and like might be proposing soon? By December, uh, there could be someone. Um, Name drop. No, I have no idea. I'm saying we could oh. have a listener by then who might be getting ready to propose. <laughs> Get some help. Ring, ring before Don't spring, baby. <laughs> Uh, I have a friend who did propose around Christmas. I think it was actually during a family Christmas. Uh, and his fiance was very upset by that. I mean, I, I think that a lot of, a lot of relationship advice does kind of come down to like, know your, your significant other, like, no. Right. Exactly. So, like, cause oh, yeah, I, I, I think that if it's both of your dream, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, so for example, Gage, you've been to Rama in Tulsa. Oh my goodness, yes. So DJ, I don't know if you know what Rama is. It's not even this, a little bit. Okay, so it's this church here in like Tulsa, Broken Arrow area. They wait, wait, spend... my reaction to that is so weird. Well, no, it's you, it's cool. You've been to like, church, Gage? Oh my goodness, yes. So it's this it's this like it's a mega church. I mean, it's uh-huh. huge. Um, they spend thousands and thousands of dollars on Christmas lights every year. And I mean, it's like you park your car and you walk for hours upon hours of time to see all these lights. And like wow. people, people propose there all the time. Like it's the thing. Like if, if it's a couple who Christmas is a big deal for them, I totally understand. Like uh-huh. if you both acknowledge like, this is our favorite holiday. It has a lot of meaning to it for us. But then let's say if it's somebody like my example, Halloween is my favorite holiday. Like, I'm not going to do that. Like Uh on Christmas, like to me, it's just weird. It's a cop out. Like, I feel like it's just too easy. You know what I mean? Like, how can Mm -hmm. I make this day better? Let's propose on Christmas. No, enjoy your time off. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> everyone's off work they don't want to do anything else you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i think it's situational for sure yeah but i will I'm say on the side, though, i'm on the side of don't do it i i think like the christmas season is different than doing it on christmas oh for sure true yeah like i'm all for christmas season proposals uh when does christmas yeah. season start december 1st july 1st baby no uh if you're hallmark yeah 
Um, if you're if, David James Bleffen, social you, security number. If you are that family that puts up Christmas decorations on November 1st, I strongly dislike you. So, Let's so we don't have decorations up. Like my family, but I've been what? listening to Christmas music since like September. Dude, I here's the thing: when we were at Ozark, I would literally always put up my Christmas decorations on Halloween night. Mm. I know. <laughs> and he's just like, and I disliked you for it. He meant what he said, and he said what he meant. <laughs> to build up, you're at like tier one of like tier ten. Tier 10, I just leave. No, it doesn't bother me. I don't. Tier 1? Yeah. No, I don't. I, people do Christmas decorations all year long. I don't care. I think Ben has one in his... Uncle Ben has one in his apartment year long, like a tree. I just... He decorates it like... Or, I think he keeps it up year long. I know people who keep a Christmas tree up and they decorate it for different holidays. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, they'll do, like, 4th of July, they'll throw, like, American flags on it. Like, they have a black Christmas tree for Halloween. Like, they, they have different Christmas trees per holiday. Yeah. See, I would say I've gone back and forth on the issue over the years. We all know that's a lie. Um, mm. I love Christmas. Yeah, Mr. Elf costume. It's a onesie. It's pajamas. And yes. Um but yeah, so like I just think that my thing, uh, as I've gotten older, I agree with the the sentiment of if it's harmless to them, other people, and their eternity, let people have joy. Yeah, who cares? Yep. Yeah, I I think that the way that I've taken to wording, I even like brought this, like mentioned this to my like bosses recently like said this to their face something along the lines of like yeah like i just i think that maybe one of satan's greatest tricks is convincing christians that like music celebrating the birth of jesus should be confined to like one month or even like two months um i i and then i went on to say i don't really get how chestnuts roasting on an open fire is worship but i'm here for it (laughs) i like that no uh yeah i that's that's a good good gift for our audience um don't propose yeah just don't propose die alone i'll tell you the truth i mean dj you're married hopefully i'm not alone in this i don't think i actually remember what day i proposed i just did oh. it in the moment i was more I focused on don't you dare make me look bad october 26 2018 <laughs> i was in january i want to say it was like january 3rd uh well i'm gonna snatch this conversation away i'm gonna offer i'm gonna throw out a sixth option and then i like gauge i'm gonna give you one last like hey just don't do this uh but first the the sixth thing um so you know, again, we're talking universal family experiences here. Uh, you know, your aunt's fourth husband, Uncle Terry. Well, you know, you're not sure about Uncle. Uh, his his daughter. Uh, finally, you've got to get a gift for Crazy Tiffany. Whole family doesn't like her. 
Um, and, and here's the thing. You know why the whole family doesn't like crazy Tiffany? It's because she's crazy. Uh, so the best you can do with any person who's crazy as, as someone who's like not trained in, um, you know, dealing with crazy people. I, I'm, I'm using all kinds of slurs right now. I'm sure. Sorry. Uh, is the, like, you should just try to rehabilitate everyone you ever meet for anything. Like you took psych 101 in college and now you're ready to go. Like you're, you're ready. Um, so I propose for crazy Tiffany, you get her a steam copy of Batman Arkham Asylum. And you sit her down, you say, Hey, crazy Tiffany, I just, I want you to play this game. Great game. A lot of fun. Look at those people. Crazy Tiffany. These people live on this island because they do crimes and because they're crazy and they're, they're crazy people who do crimes. Crazy Tiffany, that's you. Do you want to live on, on an island like this? Crazy Tiffany? Or, or do you want do you want to fix yourself in the hopes that maybe one day Terry will love you again? Batman Arkham Asylum. Uh, coming to a console near you like 15 years ago. Okay. Fair. Yep. I, uh, I just replayed Batman Arkham Asylum, and uh, I was telling Gage about this on our last episode we recorded. It holds up. Oh, dude, yeah. I mean, it's there's a reason. So there's a reason why Insomniac Spider-Man games have the same combat style today. Yeah, like it's great. Was it the yeah. same company that made both? No, oh, Rocksteady okay. made Arkham games. Here's the thing: like, I've only played one Arkham game, and I I got uh, it, it was Arkham Asylum. I got to the point where you're first in the sewers fighting against Killer Croc. <laughs> Yeah, that scene scared a lot of people. Well, it wasn't because it scared me. It was just because I got sidetracked with, I believe, Bad Company. Um, one or two. One. Yeah, they're both great. It doesn't matter. They're the best uh, Battlefield games ever made. They're so good. And I, I, I believe I got sidetracked. It was either with, because it was before FIFA. Nowadays, if I get sidetracked with the game, it's FIFA. Um, mm. But back then, it could have been anything. And that was. I'm pretty sure it was either it was either bad company or I'm gonna throw out a guess here. This is just a lob. Assassin's Creed one. What a yeah, good that couple of games. That, that would have been out around the same time. Well, it was because I got my PlayStation three a lot later than I thought I would. And so I had friends who just let me borrow a bunch of old games. Nope, I know exactly what it was. It was Lord of the Rings Conquest, which was made by the same people who made the original two Battlefront games. And it was Lord of the Rings style Battlefront. And it was so much fun. And I've looked for remakes everywhere. There's no intention of remaking it. And it makes me so sad because my PlayStation 3 broke. Get an Xbox Series X. Buy a 360 copy. If yep. it was out on 360. It I was. Might actually, now that I have a PC, I might just try to get it on PC. Now that I'm thinking <clears throat> out loud. Mm-hmm. Legally, of course. Yeah, I would get it through Steam. 
Uh, Lord of the Rings Conquest was on PS3, Microsoft Windows, so you could buy it on PC, actually. Sweet. Uh, 360 and Nintendo DS. <laughs> <laughs> As a side-scrolling platformer. Uh, let's... I mean, I'm sure it was similar to the console version. Sorry if you guys hear my keyboard while I'm typing. I like clacky boy. Oh, dude, no, it was not the same. <laughs> <laughs> not the same. Yikes. Looks like the top screen was a map, and the bottom one was like an old school, like GTA style camera where it's like above the map, like above you. Interesting. Like, yeah. Yikes. Man, I I did just recently uh, bought and then got like like refunded uh, Black Ops and World at War on Steam. Oh, they're um, not playable. Yeah, they're just not. And like, and I was hoping for like local multiplayer, and that didn't exist on them either. No, local um, multiplayer on PC games is very rare. We yeah. go to example. Well, we're still off target now. Um, Borderlands 2, there's no co-op, no split-screen co-op or anything for mm-hmm. local PC. The game that brought us all together. That's good to know. That's really good to know, actually. Yeah, but there's still online multiplayer. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you just can't split-screen it. Yeah. Man, that's frustrating. Um, Yeah, so that's... That's my last uh, gift idea uh, for Crazy Tiffany, a copy of Batman Arkham Asylum. Yeah, if I've offended anyone with anything I've said tonight, genuinely, I'm sorry. Yep. Uh, So finally, here's a a bonus gift to avoid. Uh, If you know someone and you've had a conversation with someone a few months ago and they mentioned, man, I... I just really want to try to get in shape or they've mentioned, man, my scale broke. It's batteries aren't working. It's not working. I need a new scale. Here's a secret that that's a gift. They buy themselves, get them a gift card, get them, (laughs) (laughs) get them, uh, give them cash. If you're thinking about getting them a scale, don't mention the scale. Don't buy, please do not buy the scale. Uh, you, there, so there's the, the age old like Appalachian thing. Like if you're out in the woods and you heard something or you saw something, no, you didn't. Uh, if you're having a conversation with someone you love and they said that they wanted a scale, no, they didn't just don't you're you're gonna i i know of families where the the husband bought the wife a scale like five years ago and you would assume it happened yesterday based on the way they continue to tear that man to shreds don't buy a scale uh do however buy a steam copy of batman arkham asylum for your aunt's fourth husband's baby mama. Just tell him to get good and buy Dark Souls. Uh, we want we want 
Tiffany to calm down. We're trying we're trying to fix her. Oh, what's that game where you just keep pushing a ball until eventually it's the whole world? Uh Katamari. Uh, Katamari Damasi, yeah. Yep, that's the game you get for her. <laughs> the game is stressful as all get out. <laughs> exactly. Guys, uh, we're trying to fix her. I can fix her. <laughs> I can do it, guys. If I had a dollar for every time I've said that, you'd have it like, well, like three dogs. You, you <laughs> could afford Batman Arkham Asylum, and you could have single handedly fixed all of them. Uh, uh, I was like, maybe they can fix me. Oof! I mean, that's that's the real relationship lie. That's it the, is. That's the biggest relationship lie because that's yeah. not. Yeah, no, that's yeah. After we've talked about all these gift ideas, obviously you've got some shopping to do. Uh, seeing as this is supposed to be coming out like two weeks before Christmas, and uh, we know you're the type who hasn't done it yet because I'm the type who hasn't done it yet, most likely. Uh, go out, get your loved one some gifts. Maybe, you know, some flex tape. <laughs> but I think, do we have just a little bit of time? Do we have enough time to go ahead and talk about you know, the thing, dude. Shut up, Gage. will fix it in post <laughs> i i feel like i look like the the guy that assumed that dressing nicely meant that the girls would like him but he didn't work on his personality at all we don't have taints just you're like <laughs> ever so faintly <laughs> If I was in the dark room alone, I would just take my shirt off because it felt rebellious to have my shirt off in the school. Remember how I used you as a demonstration for how to survive a bear attack? <laughs> Speaking of things getting cut, uh... Do you know any Jewish boys? <laughs> <laughs>